finally a 2021 drama k drama that i've completed aren't you guys proud of me hi welcome to this podcast where i contradict myself a lot also guys i know the way i say drama is like trauma i don't know why the hell i do that just when i'm talking really fast the d sounds like a t but i'm trying to say drama not trauma <laughs> okay hi everyone welcome to this podcast or welcome for the first time so on today's episode we're going to continue the k actor series and I'm smiling already because I'm going to be talking about my favorite actor, Kim Young Kwang. Like, bro, I think I've mentioned a million times that he is my fave. And don't ask me why, because I don't know. I just like him a lot. And I think, like, his acting is really good. I especially love when he acts adorable. Okay, what do I know about Kim Young Kwang? So, his name is Kim Young Kwang. He is an 87 liner and he is super tall, bro. This dude is hot. He has such a beautiful smile. I don't even know like recently I just completed something of him and even if it was super sad whenever I saw him I would just be like I can't. like he's just so cute when he smiles like he really is he used to be a model and he is friends with the other four models if you don't know them Lee Soo Hyo, Kim Woo Bin, Song Joon and Jung Hyun, Hong Jung Hyun yeah um, but he is really close to Lee Soo-hyuk. And why have I not created an episode for Lee Soo-hyuk? That is interesting. When I talk about my favorite actors, obviously you know that Kim Young-kwang is my fave. But Lee Soo-hyuk is also one of my faves. Because of him I want to watch Do At Your Service. But I don't know if I'm going to. Anyway, back to Kim Young-kwang. So yeah, that's basics about him. So I don't think I've watched that many things of him actually. But I think they should be up to five okay let's get started so the first thing i have watched of kim yong is can we get married however if i am going in order then it is supposed to be love rain <laughs> love rain is a 2012 drama i'm laughing because i know i mentioned recently how i started this drama i dropped it started drop start drop start drop i just i'm never going to complete it it's too sad for me and that's interesting because i remember in the episode that i made my gosh i'm sorry it's so loud what the hell was that i don't remember what episode it was wait why did i talk about love rain but i know recently i was talking about love rain and how like i was trying to remember if i had seen kimi kwang in it or not and i don't know if his name was kimi kwang or kimi kwang i feel like saying kwang is like using an american accent because whenever he introduces himself this is so funny this is so random but i cannot count the number of times i've heard him say <laughs> okay his voice is actually not that deep he's just so cute bro but anyway um yeah love right i did not complete it so i cannot talk about it i don't even remember if i did see him or not let's move on so i said the first thing i actually watched of him is can we get married this is 2012 2013 drama um i don't remember a lot from it oh yeah i know i talked about this on jung Seo-min's episode i don't think i really got into it i don't remember a lot but obviously jung Seo-min is the female lead and song jun is the male lead and now i'm just realizing song jun and kim yong were supposed to be close and they were in the drama together that's interesting anyway I don't remember to be honest i don't it's like a family drama it doesn't say that it is and we don't have a lot of episodes but i would consider it to be family drama we have stories on different couples and different people's aspects like it shows different aspects what did i just say bro <sighs> anyway you get what i'm trying to say and 
I did not like his own part of the story because he was in a toxic relationship. He broke up with his girlfriend. I think she wanted to get married, but he wasn't ready to get married. And it's either he owned a restaurant. I don't know if a restaurant was involved, but like he would go begging then he would change his mind. It was just, ew. Like, no, it was so unhealthy and so toxic, but it's the character that he played. Yeah, I did not like the character at all. I want to read the plot synopsis, however. Oh, yeah, this was the one that didn't have a lot for us. Huh. Anyway, it has 20 episodes. I'm going to go on my drama list and see if I can get the plot synopsis from there. Can we get married? Is it even worth, like, going on my drama list for Once again. <laughs> It's not like I have anything against Sung Jun, but I know I've talked about him and how I don't like most of the dramas that he's been in. This one, I don't even remember, but I stayed for the chemistry. I know that him and Jong So Min had such a cute chemistry and the kissings were actually good. Bro, I sound like such a perv always talking about kissings. <laughs> um, The plot synopsis. Let us see what they have for me. Okay, it's like a paragraph. Let's see. Heyoon is a very realistic... No. Heyoon is very realistic and wants to marry Jonghoon, who sincerely loves her. She wants to live an ordinary life. Hold up, is Heyoon played by Jung So Min? Yeah, yeah. Okay, and Jonghoon is played by Sung Jun. <laughs> um, but she faces various difficulties as she prepares for the wedding. Once Heyoon's mom, Doja, and Jonghoon's mom, and Kyung get involved, it turns into a family conflict. The relationship between Heyoon and Jonghoon slowly falls apart. And the conflict between the families becomes irreversible. Will Heyoon be able to successfully march into her wedding with Jonghoon? Nurse Heijin gets pregnant as she has an affair with a married doctor, Do Hyun, and eventually marries him. Hold up, what? Who the hell's... Who's who? I don't even know. Huh? Okay, guys, this is not helping. I don't know who Heijin... Oh, was that her sister? I talked about how I loved the person who played her sister. She's so pretty and I like the story of her sister. However, I don't remember this. So basically, this man cheats on his wife with this person. She gets pregnant for him. They get married. However, he continues to cheat on her. And so she's trying to get out of the relationship. Anyway, yeah, I'm not having anything on Kimmy and Quang. So we're just going to move on because I don't want to waste my time. But I'm going to rate this drama a 7. A 6.5 to a 7. To be honest, I don't fully remember as you can tell, but I know that when I watched it, there wasn't anything great about it. Like I said, it's only the chemistry that I stayed for. And Kimia Clank was not my fave at this point. Like, it's only recently that I went back to rewatch clips of him, even though I don't like the character. Yeah, should we check it out for him? Um, he is kind of an important person. Well, it's not really important because, like I said, we have different stories so he's just one of the stories or like his life is one of the stories yeah so it's a maybe check it out if you want i don't know if i'm even recommending the drama in general whatever let's move on <laughs> so the next thing i have watched and completed of kimmy and Quang is sweet stranger and oh no 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 it is pinocchio in this day's 2014 2015 drama i talked about this on legion sucks episode and I think I really went into it on that episode. I also talked about it on Park Chinese episode. Anyway, I love this drama. I don't see anything about him in the plot synopsis. But this drama is a 2014-2015 drama. Like I said, it has 20 episodes. 
and Park Shin Hae plays the female lead and Lee Jun Suk plays the male lead. I don't know if I'll consider Kim Yo Kwang's character to be the second lead. I know he probably liked Park Shin Hae. We're just speaking off of what I remember, but one big part of his character is that they're all reporters and I think his mom is like really influential but he still gets a job the same way that they get the job and his mom turns out to be an a-hole but yeah this drama I love it I'm going to give it an 8.5 <laughs> an 8 to 8.5 I probably rated it higher than I'm thinking but I like it recently I was re-watching clips from it I love it actually an 8.5 to a no I don't know. I can't give it a 9. An 8.5, 28.7. I don't know. It's a very good drama. Should we check it out for Kim and Kwang? Yes. I was going to. Oof. My bad. I was going to read the plot synopsis, but there's nothing really said about him. But like I told you what I remember. So I rated it and should we check it out for him? Yes, check it out for him. He was the second lead ish kind of person. I started falling for him in this, like, from this drama. And yeah, this episode is turning out to be trash. I'm so sorry, guys. Let's move on. The next thing I've watched and completed of him is Sweet Stranger and Me, which is the 2016 drama. Before that, I tried to watch D-Day, but I didn't because the genre is not for me. And I think Jung So Min is the female lead in that one. Yep. Anyway, he played the male lead in that. But in Sweet Stranger Me, he also played the male lead. I love this drama so much. Lisa Hyok is actually also in this. Lisa Hyok is the second lead. I just love their interactions, bro. Like, I cannot count the number of times I've gone back to rewatch the behind the scenes of them. Like, they're just so cute as friends. <laughs> I love it. But basically, in Sweet Stranger and Me, this is a basic rundown of what I remember. He likes this person who is older than him however she goes back home and he is like i'm your dad because he has to sign papers something complicated happened with her mom he had to sign papers that they were married or something so like he is her dad however they fall in love because he has liked her ever since he was a kid and it's kind of weird because if he is her dad first of all how the hell is he her dad and second of all how can the relationship work if he is her dad but yeah you know it's fiction so they probably put a twist to it i don't fully remember but it is a 2016 drama like i said it has 16 episodes i think i watched this in 2017 or 2018 i don't remember i'm going to read the plot synopsis i feel like i've read the plot synopsis hmm anyway hongnari works as a flight attendant oh yeah so sue plays the female lead joboa is actually in this she was i don't remember what she was but i know she ends up getting paired with lisa hyuk even though lisa hyuk was the second lead guys i hate when they do that like when the second lead like second male lead does not get the girl that they pair him up with some other random person i mean she wasn't that random i think she had a role in this that was pretty important but yeah so i told you the four main people um let's keep reading her mother passed away 10 months ago and she doesn't have any other immediate family members. Hongnari returns to her hometown to visit her mother's grave. There she sees a young man at her mother's grave. <laughs> Sometimes when I'm reading, okay, I'm just gonna shut up. <laughs> the man, Gonangil, who is played by Kim Yong Kwang, introduces himself as her father. Before Hongnari's mother died, she married Gonangil. 
He now lives at the mother's house and runs the small dumpling restaurant that her mother ran. Yeah, so this has a restaurant in it. He's just so cute, bro. This dude is tall. And like I said, he has to be iconic in every drama he acts when he is adorable. I don't think that sentence made any sense. What I'm trying to say is like, he always has to act adorable and that is iconic about him. So like, just know in most dramas, like Kimi playing dramas, he acts so cute. I love it when he pouts okay first of all he has such a pretty smile and then he pouts but then he smiles afterwards it just melts your heart bro i don't even know how to explain it um should we check this out for kim young kwang yes he is the male lead overall i would rate it an h28.5 i don't think i've gone back to fully rewatch Udo Hwan is actually in this i think he was like a gangster or something like that <laughs> i don't remember but I don't know. I don't know if I'll give it an 828.5. Is it worth an 8.5? I don't know. But definitely check it out for Kim and Quang. I'm probably just biased. I don't think there's anything great about it. I mean, I was intrigued to see how they would put a twist to it and play with it to like make the leads end up together. Oh yeah, there's something you should know about me. I do not like dramas with bad or sad endings. So like if I sit through 15 episodes only for me to get to the 16th episode and the leads don't get together yeah i am throwing hands i cannot do that i cannot waste my time like that yeah it had a happy ending and it's just really cute i think i will recommend this one anyway let's move on so after sweet stranger and me the next thing i completed of him is lookout i love this drama so much bro it is a 2017 drama i've talked about it a lot i would have given it a solid 10 however the ending is crap like i'm so disappointed in the ending but i love it i'm smiling like an idiot right now because of how much i love it it was kind of scary <laughs> not scary it was just really intense for me but i ended up enjoying it every bit of it bro like i binged on it it is basically a revenge drama and i just love it so much like even though he is supposed to be a prosecutor he works in the law field it is a crime and justice drama if i did not mention that but i don't remember we don't have any romance in it though kimi Kong is such a great actor he pulls off all the roles so beautifully um it is a 32 episode drama but it's more like 16 because i think it's just one episode being cut in half and like i said it's a 2017 trauma i started this in 2017 i put it on hold and i continued and completed it in 2020 or 2019 was it 2020 yeah 2020 i think i've talked about this before no i started it in 2018 i don't think this is even important also guys i know the way i say drama is like trauma i don't know why the hell i do that just when i'm talking really fast the d sounds like a t but i'm trying to say drama not trauma <laughs> um okay this drama was actually kind of traumatizing bro <laughs> this woman has a kid her kid ends up getting pushed off the roof by this psychopath but the psychopath is a student literally a high school student and his dad is the chief or like the head prosecutor so they try to turn everything around and make it seem like the little girl because it was a like little kid like the little girl jumped off the roof however her mom knows that's not the truth and i think her mom had evidence literally by seeing the cctv of the kid of the psychopath taking her kid upstairs and whatnot however they kind of manipulate it and they end up 
concluding the case and the person who worked on my case was Kim Young Kwang so yeah I think Kim Young Kwang was an attorney or a prosecutor I don't know is that even the same thing no that's not the same thing anyway so she gets really mad she gets super angry however Kim Young Kwang is doing everything to get revenge for his dad I cried so much and like there's a priest involved this drama was beautiful we have so many stories involved I don't want to spoil it for you, but this drama is excellent. Ki is in this. Kim Sugi is in this. Um, Park Seung or Park Seung actually is there say Park? Lee Seung, Lee Seung, Lee Seung plays the female lead. Kim Taehoon, my sweetie, is in this. Kim Sugi, I said, is in this. Ki is in this, and Kim Young Kwang. Those are the five main people, and you would see them on the poster if you search up Lookout. It's also called The Guardians, if you don't know. And I love the OCs in this. I just love everything about this drama, bro. It is amazing. I would give this a solid 9 to a 9.5. If the ending wasn't crap, it would have been a solid 10. What I said is only like 0.1 of everything that it's about because I really don't want to spoil it. Like if I talk about the priest, alright, how can I forget? The priest is played by Shin Dong-wook, bro. If you know this, man... You know that he is hot. He wasn't one of the first dramas I ever completed. Stars Falling from the Sky. Dude, I had a big second lead syndrome in that drama because of him. He was the second lead. I think Kim Ji-hoon was the male lead if I'm not mistaken. But anyway, yeah, I love this drama so much. It is so good. It's basically all of them are trying to get revenge on something, on someone, about something. And everything is related to everything. It's just connected. So like... The main story is kind of centered around Lee Seung and how she's trying to get revenge for her daughter and whatnot. But then again, it's also centered on Kim Young Kwang and like everything that he is doing. He's basically leading the four of them. He's basically leading Lee Seung, Kim Sugi, and um, Ki. I mean, the three of them. He's leading the three of them to get revenge. So they know that they have a boss, but they don't know that he is their boss. He sends them like work to do, but he sends it to Kim Sugi. Basically, Kim Sugi, her story. I don't want to spoil it, but she's basically locked up in her house because she's too scared, right? So he sends the job and quote for them to do, and they think he's trying to help them. While that's true, like he is trying to help them get revenge, he's also doing it for himself because everything's connected to everything. And if they do the job, they get what they want, but he also gets what he wants, but they don't know that. And I think, no, I don't think they felt betrayed though because like he was trying to help, but I think the biggest plot twist, bro, like, I don't want to say what the plot twist was, but it was amazing, bro. Like, I love this drama. I cannot say how much I love it, but I do. It was just so amazing. Definitely check it out. Like, if you don't watch any drama on this list, check out Lookout. It's definitely worth watching. Trust me. Like, it was a 2017 drama. I completed it in 2020 and it did not feel like an old drama at all. It is so worth watching. If I have not told you guys before, my favorite genre for K-dramas is crime and justice. And so when I find a good crime and justice drama, like, what's the word? I'm very judgmental and I'm very picky because if it's not worth it, I drop it. So, like, if I say a drama is good, then it is good. But, like, for romance, because I don't really care, <laughs> I just go her whatever. But for crime and justice, it has to be done brilliantly okay hi guys this is a quick edit because i forgot to mention the k movie that he was in that i've watched it is actually the only k movie i have watched and it is titled on your wedding day 
It is a 2018 K movie. Kim Young Kwang plays the male lead. Park Bo Young plays the female lead. Now, okay, it's actually not trash. It's just that the ending is crap. And I just explained in the episode that I cannot deal with that. And so because of that, I really don't appreciate. But overall, like his acting is great. Their chemistry was amazing. So I would actually rate it an 8 out of 10. If the ending wasn't so bad, I would give it higher than that because I did enjoy it. Like I feel like it was realistic. And once again, actually the ending was realistic, but I just don't deal with that. And that's why I don't like it. But yeah, um, should we check it out for him? Yes, he plays the male lead. If you don't mind sad endings, then watch it. Like, it's not sad that will make you cry. It's sad that will make you angry. I just feel like it was a waste of my time, to be honest. <laughs> but yeah, it is actually pretty good. Yeah, and also, I am talking right now without the pop filter because I just wanted to make this really quick edit. So if there are a lot of plosives, I am sorry. I'm just apologizing for so many things. But yeah, so once again, check out On Your Wedding Day. It is a K-movie, a 2018 K-movie. Kim Young Kwang plays the male lead. Park Bo Young plays the female lead. I don't think I have to mention any other like person in it because I feel like it's just really centered around those two people. And should I tell you about the plot? Basically, what I remember is... They like each other, right? I think they're dating. Did they ever date before? They're in high school. I don't think they really confirmed their relationship. Or maybe they did. I just don't remember. But I know she goes away to college. He studies really hard to get into the same college. But then she has a boyfriend. and But they end up together. Something happens. Then they end up breaking up. And I'm like, okay, maybe they'll end up together. But yeah, I don't want to spoil it for you. But that's just like a basic basic. But it's actually deeper than all I just mentioned. So I think it's actually worth checking out if you want. And also, I don't know if I will put this edit before I talk about... The Secret Life of My Secretary, but I think I forgot to mention that the chemistry between Kim Young Kwang and Jun Kiju is amazing. Like, it carried the show for me. So, actually, check it out for that. I don't know the reasons that I give, I don't remember. <laughs> I recorded the actual episode like a week ago, and that is why I'm editing right now and adding this snippet, if that makes any sense. Oh my gosh, what am I even saying? But yeah, thank you so much. Let's continue listening. <sighs> I'm getting tired let's keep going so the next thing i watched of my baby is room number nine however i did not complete this so i'm just gonna skip but that is a 2018 drama and the next thing i have completed of him is the secret life of my secretary this is a 2019 drama i watched it in 2019 i remember vividly when i watched it it was the same time i watched like sick boutique her private life i don't think it was when i watched her private life when did her private life come out i don't know but i know like it was during the time i was binging on dramas which is ironic bro i keep repeating words ironic explicit sweetie baby like shut up um there was a time in 2019 i was just binging dramas but then in 2020 i could not watch any k dramas i think because i just watched too much in 2019 that's why anyway it is a 32 episode drama but i would say 16 as usual and Kim Young Kwang plays the male lead, Jin Ki-ju plays the female lead, Kim Jae-kyung plays the... We don't have a second lead in this actually, she's just like also kind of a main character and then Koo Ja-sung plays another main character but the guy version because they end up together, they're paired together. And yeah, this drama turned out to be surprisingly good. I was watching it because I just wanted to watch something that was fluffy but I ended up enjoying it basically. It is one of the usual dramas of face recognition, like he doesn't have the ability to recognize faces because of an accident. And I think I talked about this recently, 
However, one thing I forgot to mention is about the concept. No, not the concept. It's about the part of the secretaries. Obviously, that's called the secret life of my secretary because secretaries are important in this. And they basically have this group that they started to, um, what's the word? Protest. Do they actually actively protest? Well, it's a form of protesting that they did. They want to protest against like the harsh treatments of secretaries. Because in this one, Jinkuju, they even called her a minion. Like she was trying to keep her job because the person she worked for, who's Kimmy Klein's character, said he cannot keep a secretary for more than a year. And that is because he was betrayed once. And so like he said he does not want to be betrayed again. Like that is the one thing he said he will not take, which is a huge part of this because she basically pretends to be someone that she's not and when he finds out yeah <laughs> so she pretends to be someone she's not and that person is veronica park so basically you know how they say ceos have to get married to ceos and whatnot and they kind of set him up with this lady who is veronica park i love this woman so much like the characters are iconic and i feel like i've said iconic so often i'm sorry but she pretends so jinky Ju pretends to be veronica park because he loses his ability to recognize faces and it's just like this whole he falls in love with her however there's something like i don't understand so he knew that he liked jinky Ju's character however he also liked veronica park because he was always with veronica park so i know they're trying to do like he liked jinky Ju, and that's why he liked her as veronica park like that's why he liked veronica park because he thought because he didn't know what am i saying what they're trying to say is like he liked jinky Ju all the time he liked her when she was veronica park he liked her otherwise however i don't understand that because he told veronica park that he liked her and that's because he thought she was someone else. no 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 he didn't think she was someone else do you guys understand what i'm trying to say no you don't okay so he liked jinky Ju. like he would call her he was always running towards her like if she needed help or whatever like when he started liking her so he liked jinky ju however he also went on dates with veronica park who was jinky ju like when jinky ju was pretending to be veronica park now what i don't understand is like if he liked jinky ju then he should have been loyal to jinky ju and not go on the date with veronica park because he thought like they were two different people or like did he like both of them? you know what i don't know why the hell i'm asking you guys this i'm supposed to be talking about it i mean this is my thoughts but yeah let's just move on i feel like i've talked about this before and i really don't want to get into it um i'm gonna read the plot synopsis just because a romance story between dominique played by kimi Kwang and jong kari played by jinky ju dominique works as the director of the mobile media one team at tnt tnt att <laughs> Anyway, he is smart and excellent at his job. His secretary is Jungari. Dominic often does childish things like calling Jungari continually Jungari. <laughs> they call it childish, bro. <laughs> Jungari carries out Dominic's orders without complaints. She looks soft, but she hides the tough side of her. Okay, this does not help in any way, but I've basically talked about this before and I'm getting tired and I still have one more drama to talk about and like I even wrote notes about the drama. So I'm just going to quickly stop talking about this. Should you watch it for Kimi and Quang? Yes, I love it. Like I said, I love it because it's him. I don't think I would have liked the drama otherwise. No, I actually enjoyed it more than I thought I would. You know, I'm just contradicting myself. Hi, welcome to this podcast where I contradict myself a lot. 
<laughs> anyway yeah check it out if you want i don't know i'm getting tired bro let's just move on the secret life of my secretary is actually good ignore me don't ignore me what okay and i'm sorry that i laughed so often okay so the last and final drama i've completed of him which is the most recent drama he has been in and i'm proud of myself that i actually completed a 2021 drama bro i need to clap for myself finally a 2021 drama k drama that i've completed aren't you guys proud of me anyway that drama is called hello it's me or it's also hello me it's kind of weird to just be like hello me anyway but the literal translation on asian wiki says hello me so that's what we're gonna call it i love this drama bro i did not think i would enjoy it as much as i did there is little romance and so it's not because of the romance it's not a crime of justice either this drama made me so emotional but it made me crack up so much so like it was just the right balance bro the humor in this <laughs> This has to be the funniest drama I have watched in a long time. We have Modern Farmer, Google Waikiki, and this one should be one of those because I laughed so much. Like, I'm not even being biased because it's Kimmy and Quang, but bro, I laughed so much. Um, It is a 16 episode drama. It is a 2021 drama, like I said, and I recently completed it like last week. I'm not even joking. So the female lead is played by Choi. Choi Kang Hee. I've only watched one other thing of her, and that is Protect the Boss, and I watched it a long time ago. And then we don't have a second female lead, but Lee Ri or Lee Ray, she is a child actor, and then we have Eun Seok who plays the second lead. However, this drama is just the right combination of everything. I love it. I did not have a second lead syndrome because, like I said, we only have little romance. Basically, this is the basic rundown of it. This lady is living like a miserable life bro which is sad and her life is the way it is for a reason basically her dad died when she was a kid and she's blaming herself for it because he basically saved her and died in her place if that makes any sense she was about to get hit by a truck and he pushed her and he got hit by the truck and that's how he died and so like she was blamed herself for 20 years and now she is 30 something i believe and she gets into an accident again she's at the hospital and next thing she sees herself from the past herself from the past comes to the future and that is who the child actor is and i love the message of this drama it is just so beautiful okay so i made notes just to remind myself in case i forgot what i wanted to talk about and they're not in any order of occurrence so i will basically just read out the bullet point that i made and then i will talk about the parts relating to it and like why i even made a note of it <laughs> um yeah so the first thing i said was finally 2021 drama i've completed it yes okay character development that's the first bullet point yes so basically he is really childish bro like <laughs> he is supposed to be a really spoiled kid and his dad owns a snack company and he is supposed to be a spoiled kid who just does whatever however even with that he went around the world and he got different <laughs> this is funny he has different like um achievements so whenever anyone's talking crap about him he gets out all his ids and like dude this promo is just funny bro he even has like a certificate in back scrubbing like the most random things bro <laughs> but yeah we see a lot of character development he literally grows he becomes so much more mature 
and like there's character development for so many other characters in this for the female lead actually because i told you she was so miserable but she loves herself i think the message of this drama is just like love yourself don't give up on yourself it's so beautiful bro i love it i cried so many times when i was watching this and i laughed so many times when i was watching this i just love this drama i really do anyway the next bullet point that i made is the morning exercise the company they would do this morning exercise which is just so cute <laughs> i actually learned it it's like a dance exercise it's the cutest thing ever i also learned it to do it along oh yeah the one thing that made it hard for me to watch was the vision impairment part impairment am i saying that right anyway his dad i don't know if this is a spoiler okay spoiler alert but his dad basically goes blind and i know i have mentioned in the past how it's hard for me to watch anything that deals with vision impairment or blindness and this one was really hard because they literally try to show what it felt like to go blind bro it took a lot for me to watch it <laughs> just for that aspect but it was so sad like there's this scene when he finds out about his dad's blindness and like he goes there trying he's trying to be tough and playful as usual but then he starts crying and also like when the dad first went blind and he was like can you turn on the lights and someone was like the lights are turned on he was like oh so like he couldn't see anything bro this one was hard for me to watch it's such a beautiful drama though and also i am so sorry you're about to listen to a part that has bad quality like sound quality and that is because i forgot to plug in the mic when i was talking like i don't even know how i unplugged it so you're just going to hear for a little bit i think it's like for at least 10 minutes <laughs> or less because i will probably take out some parts and then it's going to get better because then i think i plugged in the mic again so yeah i'm so sorry so yeah i really cried a lot of times and i feel like the story is really realistic and just like the hardships adults actually go through and like the part of her like the female lead um constantly blaming herself for her dad's death and like her family they were kind of hostile to her because of it like her grandma would always hit her and her grandma had like um, alzheimer's or something like that so she always forgot like who she was but then whenever she remembered she would just start hitting her like you took away my son for me her sister also once told her like i wish i could just hear dad's voice once more but you took him away so like yeah it was really really realistic i enjoyed it um okay there is one part of it so umnasok plays an idol however he used to be a bully in the past and so they kind of showed us like the idol bullying situation how he came out in the end and how like you know the usual thing he resigned as an actor like he resigned from the entertainment industry however what's beautiful about this is at the end he became a fighter for the victims of bullies and like he also signed a contract or like signed something in secret to give all his life income to victims of bullying and he started this restaurant and like some kids will come and be like they're bullying some kids over there and he will literally go over there and go fight them off which is really beautiful that's also another character development i forgot to mention and oh sorry i was so far away from the mic i did not even realize that and also oh yeah <laughs> 
one part i really love about this is they showed an aspect of friendship so when choi ganhee's character in the past so when she was younger she had a best friend however her best friend they had a fight and so like they were no longer friends however in the future her best friend is now her boss and her best friend did not forgive her for what she did and so you know it's kind of awkward and also when she was in the past oh yeah she just told the character name so her character name is banhani so when banhani was young she used to be really popular in high school and like her friend was kind of like her minion but now the tables are turned and her friend is literally her boss and it was also beautiful her friend is actually played by kim yumi i talked about her before i loved her character in romance is a bonus book like and i also loved her here as well and her husband too her husband was played by ji sung hyun he has such a beautiful smile i really loved it we had a villain in this though but i feel like it was kind of forced that was the only part of this i didn't really like but at the end i actually appreciated it because it was for a reason and that reason was also a beautiful reason like why they included it and yeah so her best friend Kimimi's character actually gets pregnant and it's just the cutest thing ever i love her relationship with her husband as well and with her friend well not really her friend but they end up becoming friends again that was really cute another bullet point that i made um was the cute father and son relationship yes i just really appreciated seeing kim yo kwang act really adorable and with his dad as well it was the cutest thing ever bro okay something i did not like was her makeup so at first she was doing no makeup and i was i loved it i loved her bare face however they started doing her makeup it just didn't look right and also they changed her hair multiple times and like everything in the beginning was good i don't know why they did that you know how they did that in if you want class with lee ji young her hair was totally fine and it's towards the end they put on this thing that looked like a wig and i was just like okay i'm gonna be so <laughs> sorry if it was her actual hair but it just didn't look right that's exactly the case with this one i don't know who the hell her stylist is but yeah it was a no for me <laughs> yeah so i talked about all the ids that he had from all the experience that he has so let me know he was kind of useless in the way they because like i don't think he was interested in working in the company or like taking over the position of ceo but they thought he was useless but if you really look at a big picture he wasn't he ended up working at the cafeteria as a cook because he's supposed to be a really good cook with all the experience that he has working in different cuisines but whenever he would just take out the ids and shove it in someone's face the cutest um okay one other thing i didn't like was that he called her ajuma like throughout and i was just like <laughs> why and I didn't shit them at all. And I'm actually glad that we had no romance or like a little romance because I was just like, I don't know how I'm supposed to shit them. But yeah, he called her Ajuma. And I was just like, yeah, no, it just, I don't know. I didn't like it. Like throughout, it, it was too much. They barely got a kissing. Like, I don't even think their lips touched. It was at the last episode and she was like, close your eyes or something. Literally, the camera was so far away. I don't think their lips touched. <laughs> um yeah i talked about the humor bro the humor carried the show but then it was also emotional it was just so well balanced bro at one point it felt like it was dragging but then the humor filled it out so i was just like when are we gonna get to the end or to the point of the villain actually like the entire drama part of the drama if that makes any sense but it was just so funny i enjoyed this i really did i love the message overall like never give up on yourself she literally learns to love herself and like cherish herself when herself comes from the past it's just in the literal way she had to take care of herself 
like herself from the past it also showed like how emotionally she was going through the process of healing from the inside it was just so beautiful um yeah they played a lot of old k-pop music what did i just say yeah a lot of old k-pop songs because you know it was set back in 2000 like that's the year her past self was supposed to have come from and so they played a lot of music and her past self wanted to be a k-pop idol oh yeah so that's how they get into the accident basically she wants to be a k-pop idol her dad is like or her parents were like no her dad was actually on her side where parents are like no they end up getting her from the audition that she went to she was being kind of rebellious got out of the car her dad was a taxi driver she got out of the car and started running in the rain and her dad was trying to stop her and that's how he got killed and that's why like she had this resentment towards herself like she killed her dad basically that's what she thought i didn't think of it that way but yeah okay i am drained bro and i feel like i might even take this part out or put it at the blooper section because i don't know it's just all over the place but yeah i love this um yeah so i would rate it at 8.5 to a 9 i really love it i love it for the story i love it for the acting for Kim Young Kwang, obviously. Should you check it out for Kim Young Kwang? Yes, please do. He's the male lead. I feel like you will love him. He acts really adorable in this one as well. And it's just like a typical Kim Young Kwang drama. It's like really fluffy, but it also has some emotional parts and some depth to it. It's beautiful. Um, if you want some variety type of content of Kim Young Kwang, then all the behind the scenes content. <laughs> of the dramas he's been in is usually hilarious and i think one thing i forgot to mention is the chemistry between him and jing Hiju in um the sacred life of my secretary it was so good bro like i go back to rewatch so often for their chemistry i love it but anyway um he was on knowing bros oh yeah i should talk about it so the cast of this drama choi gang hee kim yong kwang and woman sog went on knowing bros <laughs> I have not laughed so hard for an episode of Knowing Rose in a long time. It was funny. Like, definitely check it out. Kim Young Kwang is so awkward. He is just a tall, shy baby, bro. Like, he is super awkward. So, it was funny to see him try to be so, like, variety material, if that makes any sense. And also, he was on I Live Alone. I know that that's another variety show. I did not watch the full thing but i did watch clips on youtube he also went on the sixth sense i didn't really enjoy it because i don't know i don't think that variety show was for him it was just i don't know i don't like it <laughs> i did watch the full thing he was just really quiet and always trying to keep to himself but that's how he is so like once again i don't know <laughs> but still check it out if you want some variety type of content for kim young quang please stand this man guys he is my fave like i've mentioned a billion times yeah he is hilarious he is so awkward and shy but he's also hilarious and i love his interaction with lisa hyuk once again i feel like that's the only person he can really be himself with it's the cutest thing ever anyway stand kimi Kwang, everyone his name is k-i-m y-o-u-n-g k-w-a-n-g kimi Kwang. guys please stand him he is my fave please stand him okay thank you so much guys for tuning in i'm so glad that you did if you like content like this and if you don't mind please check out previous episodes and come back for more and new content Alrighty, thank you Young. you would love it there's this iconic part his bowing in respect to the head prosecutor and he's smiling and he looks up he is smiling but at the same time you can see the evil like 
look in his eyes and it's almost like tears of anger bro i wish i could include a picture somewhere of this i actually tweeted it out before like that's the ultimate that's that's how i know how good of an actor kimio kwang is like his facials bro i don't know how he pulled that off like he was smiling but he was overly smiling like you would know something is up but as you look at him you know it's just not a regular smile bro you know that there's something behind the smile and i'm not just talking about it basically search up lucal and i think it should be one of the pictures that pop up if not go on my twitter and i basically tweeted it out before i don't think i explicitly said like oh i love this part but i know i was quote retweeting a tweet that said like what drama disappointed you <laughs> which is ironic because i'm talking about how much i love it but then the tweet was about what disappointed me it's the ending that disappointed me but i love it i guess the ending is not bad however if you remember what i said like a few minutes ago about something about dramas that i cannot take that's exactly why i hate it <laughs> If that makes any sense. I don't want to explicitly say it again because then I will give away too much. But this drama is excellent. Definitely check out Luke Bro. I've talked about it so much. Like, please check it out. If you want like variety type of content of Kim Young Kwang, his behind the scenes of most of the dramas that he's been in is hilarious. His laugh is beautiful and his smile is beautiful, bro. Like, and he is super awkward. For example, I keep using Judge versus Judge as an example because it has so much potential, but it was ruined because of all the stupid ass plot twists and just whatever that they try to did <laughs> what and whatever that they try to that they tried to do with it. But this one is so amazing, bro. Like, basically, <laughs> I'm laughing because my sister, oh my lord, she talks bad about this drama and how cliche it is and useless, and I'm just like, um, it's really not. I love it. You know, at this point, edits are just like regular things right now. I don't even have to apologize because I'll probably remember something that I forgot to say. Then I'll come in with an edit like I do on every single episode. And then I'll be like, oh, hi, sorry, this is an edit. Yeah, no, I don't even think there's any point in me apologizing, guys. You're used to this by now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And I laugh so often. Like, if that gets on your nerves, just imagine meeting me in real life. I literally laugh as much as I, well, more than I do when I'm recording. Because I'm trying to contain myself when I'm recording. So, yeah, I'm so sorry that I laugh so much. If it gets on your nerves, please bear with me. And I say bear with me so often. I repeat words and phrases so often. If you did not know, then hi. That's what this podcast is about. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. Also, guys, I'm trying so hard to bring quality content to you guys, but that's taking forever. I am so sorry. <laughs> okay. Bye.
This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 